幸せなふりをした歌うもっと走らず言い聞かせた無謀にもそってかつかみや来た道を一別取りをごめんしまんそこ参戦に次ぐワンガムやマルトによりがかりチェリは積もって果てしない旅の途中で街の柱に立ち寄る疲れた両足をそっと投げ出して寝転ぶと繰り返される浅い眠り何とも同じ者の子顔何とも同じ者の言葉を生きてるだけで悲しいと思うのを出すだけなのでたばこの煙ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ Uh, but I'll get to it. I'm still in the Street Fighter minds. Yeah, I saw, saw you were making some progress there. Yeah, I've made a lot of movement, I think, since the last time we recorded, even. Which is cool. Oh, that's super exciting. I'm getting exciting. close to platinum. Fuck yes. On my main. But yes, tell us a little bit about Armored Core. Uh, it's hard. It's pretty. Despite what some people are saying, I know that. It is pretty. I, I think the graphics look great.、Um, like, I understand some people don't really want like, all the grays and the blues, but I think it works really well for what they're trying to do. And I think the actual like, moment to moment gameplay is some of the best it has ever been in the series. That's sick as hell. I.、Uh, I Will not spoil the name or what, like, what this boss does, but I did get to the end of chapter one boss, and I have been stuck on him for two hours. And I, I you know what? It, I think that's perfect. I think FromSoft has earned that from me at this point. Yeah, that does seem to be the like, near universal experience.、Uh, but most people I know think that this is a good thing. Yes, that's yes, what yes, I'm hearing. It's a good thing. I'm hearing some people say it's not a skill check, it's a build check as well.、Mm-hmm. The thing is,、uh, to me, this is a skill check because I refuse, right? Like, I, I have a history 
of playing the Armored Core games and going, okay, I'm going to make a speed build this time, and then getting halfway through the game and realizing that this isn't working very well, and uh, giving up and going into like a huge tanky build that's slow but can take whatever is fired at it, uh, while simultaneously launching a bajillion missiles at my foes. Um, mm-hmm. This time, not the case. This time I have decided it's speed or nothing, baby. So I have been running a lightweight build, and uh, for better or worse, it's making this boss fight a lot harder, but you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> I, I I want to have the satisfaction of beating it with a lightweight build and going to fucking town. For yeah. sure, for sure. Like, I have heard from many people who are, like, pretty far into the game and or have completed, like, most basically all the main missions and are doing new game plus um that this is a game where like you're not just going to go you're not just going to be like here's my build i'm just going to keep upgrading the same type of build and make it through all the missions um but that being said i have also heard a bunch of people go i changed to such and such type of light build and that's how i beat the boss so there is hope for you Mm -hmm. yeah uh like What I'll say is this boss makes use of, like, shielding, which you typically, like, want, like, a specific kind of weapon to deal with. And this armored core actually allows you to, rather than just have shoulder weapons, like missiles, you can actually um, set it up so that you have main hand weapons accessible from your shoulders so you can swap them out. So Um, what I've been doing for this boss is I've had like two pulse rifles to deal with the shields equipped to my shoulders. Um, and then I have two like assault rifles uh, hanging out in my main hands. So whenever it shields are up, I just switch to the pulse rifles, deal with that and then switch to the assault rifles for like actual damage. And that's been going probably the best of any of my attempts so far. It's pretty sick. I, I won't lie. I- I'm really into it. I'm very excited to get around to playing it. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It might be one of the best mecha games ever created. <laughs> and it's doing well commercially. Which is exciting. Yeah. And critically. Yeah. yeah. Un- unheard of for the Armored Core series. Yeah, no, it's... I am honestly so delighted to, like open up Tumblr and see a bunch of people making like armored core jokes. Not something I ever thought I would see, but we're here and I'm happy for it. I'm, I'm really excited about it. So many boss jokes. <laughs> boss. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's not keep Quinn cooking. Uh, this is it'll wash out. Yeah. The Bleach rewatch podcast. I'm your co-host kit. I'm your co-host Sam. And I'm in a room that is at least 100 degrees in temperature. I'm your co-host, Quinn. (laughs) To the pits of hell with ye. Maybe that would cool them off. Could do. I mean, that's our next movie, is hell. But to get to the movie, we gotta get through the damn episodes. (laughs) Yeah.
This is true. We are so close to episode 200. Next week, we are hitting episode 200 of Bleach. For better or worse. Yeah, next week's episode 200. This week, we are officially embarking on the second half of this season. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Yeah, uh, that's part, like... When I was about to sit down to take my notes, uh, because I sat down to take my notes for these episodes multiple times, and then each time I would, like, look at look at the episodes, like, where they are in the season, look at the name of the episodes, and then just be like, maybe I could do something else. <laughs> I'll get back to this. I'll tell you what doesn't help. A full seven minutes of recap once again. <laughs> yeah, so... In- Let's get into it. We'll okay. start with episode 198, The Two Scientists, Myrie's Trap. And just like you said, Quinn, so the intro song stops at 1 minute 46 on the clock. Then I press the skip recap button, or skip intro button. That brings us to 4 minutes 28. But no. The actual recap doesn't stop until seven minutes into a 22-minute episode. (laughs) Yeah, you said four minutes, and I'm like, that you got lied to. Yeah, you do skip intro, and it's like, yeah, sure, you skip the first three minutes of of a recap. There's still another three and a half minutes to go. (laughs) Just like, why? Why would you do this? I have uh, some news... Uh, that I'm seeing here, because I'm looking at the episode list, because you said halfway through the season, I'm like, that that can't be right, right? Like, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, these are episodes not, These are episodes 9 and 10 of a 16-episode season. Yes, yes they are. <laughs> um, I, I'm just now finding out that the last two episodes of this season are filler, uh, and <laughs> I don't know whether to be excited or terrified, frankly. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel my whole face falling. I don't like this. We, we okay, have... but like, when's the last time we had just like a filler ass filler episode as opposed to like a filler arc? It's been a do, while. Do we name drop to to give everybody something to look forward to as to what these episodes are called? Because hmm, I I don't know what to make of these. Go no. ahead. I okay. No, then never. I mind. vote no. I think I lied. If if people want to see it, they'll they'll go find out. Otherwise, they'll find out when we say the name on the episode. Okay. All right. All right. But yeah. So before we even get into the episode, uh, something that I alluded to in Discord earlier this morning, but I noticed something while watching the. So you know, you've you've got the animation for the opening, and we're at like opening eight or nine or something like some absurd number. Um, the in- I realized that the intro was like, hey, you know Omaida, the second vice captain? Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah? Because there's a whole sequence where you see, like, all of the remaining captains and vice captains in Soul Society. So it's like, you see, you, you see like, Kitsugaya and Rangiku and, uh, and, like, everyone else. And there's, like, a couple of special cases where, like, Juichiro doesn't have a vice captain, so they like put him next to Shinsui and Nanao. And then like Zaraki, you've got Yachiru, but you also have Ikaku and Yumichika because they're important uh, as far as like the series is concerned. 
And then it has Yamamoto, and on one side you get his vice captain Sasakibe, and on the other side you get Soifan, who who is not like, you know. So at first I was like, oh, you know, it's like uh, Juichiro and Shutsui. You know, it's just she's often hanging around with Yamamoto. So it's like you get uh, Yamamoto, and then like it pulls back, and you get Kira and Hisagi, who are like the two vice captains without captains. Sure, whatever. Oh, uh, and like Momo's not here, I guess, because she's like bedridden or whatever. But because the the series has like effectively given up on her as character, um, extremely so. Yes, but like Omaida yeah. is in none of these cuts. <laughs> That's <laughs> like depressing. Mo- like Momo's not here because like the last five times we've seen her, she was like bedridden and like too weak to fight and also like having uh just you know a crisis of conscience over like Eisen or whatever or like not believing what the situation was so it's like okay fine like she's not part of the active core but Omida is just like not there <laughs> he doesn't count at all that's really remarkable also the implication that Sasakibe and Soifan are like at the same level as far as Yamamoto is concerned is sending me. It's yeah. a lot. <laughs> but then there's there's more because there is here's a screenshot of like the last sequence in in the opening, right? And you have basically you have everybody who's gone to Huecumundo, like Ichigo's initial group of 5 plus the captains and vice captains that went to that also went to rescue Orihime. You have them all at the top. In the lower right, you've got Everybody who's, like, in uh, Karakura Town. So you've got, like, all the Vizard, and you've got uh, Urahara and, like, all of his crew. And in the lower left, you have all of the Soul Reapers. Including Omaida. Except Omaida is, has his back turned to where everyone else is looking. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if this is, like, a clever... Oh, he's the Vice Captain of Squad 2, so he's, like, watching the rear. Or if it's, like... Fuck Amida. He's not part of the group. He's dumb. I hate this guy. All my and friends honestly, hate Amida. <laughs> like, 50-50 odds, as far as Bleach is concerned, about, like, how how they feel about Amida here. Yeah. Let it, let it be known, we've reached the point of Bleach watching that we're out here fucking doing fucking enhance... On a fucking intro sequence. We well, maybe if the episode says anything to fucking talk about, we wouldn't be here. God. Yeah. What I suppose I should get into don't... the episode now. You're telling me you don't want to talk about Samari? Oh my god. Yeah, I guess there was an error last week. Factual error. When we yeah, stated that that fight say, was over. You lied to me. I I they I was that... sitting there. I was sitting there editing the episode, and I'm like, "Wait a second, what's this next episode about?" And I look into it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, they lied to me." <laughs> it's not lying if I don't know. It's not lying if it's an accident. <laughs> I yeah, can't so trust like... anyone anymore. <laughs> so the episode proper starts with. Byakuya killing, quote-unquote, Zobari, <laughs> as we thought last episode. Um, and he's like, all right, fight's done, time to go get uh, Rukia. But then he notices, oh, hey, shit, uh, the shit, the stuff on my arm and leg, they're not gone. Ah, oh, Christ, Zomari's not dead. <laughs> shit. 
Uh, turns out Zamari like retreated into his weird fucked up leg bulb. Uh, and like, so he survived, uh, but he like, like he lost most of his eyes, but he survived. Uh, and then he had, he still has like eight of them on his forehead. So he tries to cat, he tries to like surprise attack Byakuya with them, uh, who just easily blocks them. He like summons a transparent wall and he's like, oh yeah, the ship blocks it. Like no problem. Turns out. Um, and then he does a nothing personnel kid on a Zamari <laughs> who asks for mercy. And then it's like, Hey, have you ever thought about how fucked up it was? The soul reapers kill us, uh, kill us. So matter of factly, like, have you ever thought about that? What do you think about that? Are you guys like gods or whatever? Or like what? Just cause we eat humans. Like that's wrong. Who, <laughs> who put you in charge? Like who, who made you God and like made you have decisions and Biaka just like, Slays him, and he's like, man, I'm not killing you because I'm a soul reaper. I'm killing you because you pointed your blade at my pride. And the camera pans over Rukio, and, and like a slice appears on Zamari's chest, which in, admittedly, like a really fucking cool moment for Byakuya. Like, that, tr- yeah. like this, just the bit where he like says that, and it pans to Rukia and you see the slash appear, like, really fucking cool. Uh, and mm-hmm. then Zamari starts shouting, Banzai, Banzai, Aizen, Banzai! Uh, and, like, I get it. Like, Zamari's, like, the religious fanatic of the Arankar, and he's been talking about, like, the divine right of justice and, like, di- like divinely ordained, like, rights and love and justice, like, this entire time. He's the true believer, but it really makes his death scene feel like a joke. <laughs> it's I... pretty rough. Especially, yeah, he breaks out the whole birthday boy routine, and that's just, like, not great when he's doing, like, the, why why do you hurt us? That's so mean. We're just little guys. I so badly... We're just little baby boys. I so badly, when he was like, you guys just kill hollows. Like, why, why do you kill hollows all the time? I so badly wanted uh, fucking Uryu to show up and, like, push up his glasses <laughs> and be like, um, actually, Quincy's kill hollows? Soul Reapers just purify them. <laughs> I so badly wanted that. But, alas... <laughs> Yeah. Although I suppose you could make the argument that it's like they're purifying their souls. They're still sending them to the afterlife. You know, like they're still killing the shit out of Holos. They're already in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, but like they're killing them. They're br- they're sending them back to the cycle of rebirth. Is what I mean. Like, True. Fair. They're fair, fair, fair. they're quote unquote uh, like they're quote unquote uh, purifying the soul. But in such a manner that is indistinguishable from someone walking down the street shooting someone in the head with a gun. It, it's right. in a way that only matters if you're a Quincy. And you're exactly. Like, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, they're, they're just killing them. But it's like, you, who died and made you God? And it's like, uh, my guy, you you were like composed and everything. Um. But yeah, it's I like I appreciate that Biakia does get like the one cool scene because it means this episode at least has like the one cool scene. Um and it's like, yeah, like more of this and less of Bonsai Eisen, I guess. Why I just don't understand why they felt the need to extend this fight. Like I I almost would have rather 
that like y'all had been right and that he was dead last episode like the 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 cool moment's a cool moment but it, the whole part of this fight that takes place in this episode is so otherwise nothing that it might as well not have happened yeah, you could have just had Zamari like on the ground fading away and ask his question, and then Diakia right. like responding with as like as Zamari is like disintegrating into nothingness. That's when Diakia just like hits him with the "I didn't kill you because I'm a soul reaper. I killed you because you hurt my sister." Which is another thing that like is difficult because like protecting the people who are precious to you is a huge theme of Bleach. Yada yada yada. Uh, but also, it it's doing things about Rukia's character, instrumentalizing her in ways that I find very frustrating. Yeah, Byakuya is, like, not out here protecting someone that... he He's out here protecting, like, a possession. If you, like... Yep. You know, and it's like, oh yeah, like, I, I understand that your entire character so far has been, like, this, like, incredibly stilted, like, I'm going to protect Rukia in, like, ways that make me be the villain slash order her execution um right um but it it's just like a further just going to be like yeah she's not doing anything for her own this arc is she like she just doesn't get a win imagine if she had like broken free of the mind control or something or you know don't or maybe not broken free but like done literally anything to like impede the fight don't worry, don't next episode does so much for women. Oh, yeah, next episode is for the girls, for sure. Uh, I also, have some mango surprises for y'all about that episode, oh, but no. we'll get into those later. I'm scared. The whole keto turn, by the way, in the fight here at the very end is just bad. He's like, I block all keto under keto 89. And your stuff is like keto, so... Yeah, fucked, nerd. Like, it, it's not good. It's it's not good. Sometimes, yeah, I, Bleach is bad. Like, you could have just said, your shit hit, like, affects the first thing it hits, and it hits this first. Like, you didn't even need to go into, like, the weird, into, like, the power ranking bullshit. He'd just been like, yeah, it's... Your shit affects a single thing, and I put a wall in front of it. Yep. Surprise. Um. I'm frankly amazed that Bleach was not cancelled at this time. Like, with how, like, bad this fight and, like, some of the other fights we've had lately have been. I'm just like, man, I'm surprised its popularity wasn't in the gutter. I mean, it kind of was. Like, this arc is where so many people fell off of the anime. Um... But yeah, like, at this point, Byakuya says, hey, it's done, you can come out now, and we see Isane, like, uncloaking, which is, it, it is a really funny thing, it's like, oh yeah, she was here for a good chunk of it. <laughs> she was just hanging around, because her captain had sensed <laughs> that Hanataro was hurt, and was like, oh, Hanataro was hurt, you should go look into that. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then we go to the second half of this episode, where 
It's Sicko's time. We've got Myrie su- suffering the effects of Xylopro's like little doll move, and some organs c- gets crushed, and everyone looks on while Xyloporo goes on about how like, oh, this is unseemly and pathetic for a captain to be a- affected this much by my abilities. And Myrie is like, I never would have imagined that I'd die like this. Ah. Uh, and the iron car goes for the killing blow, but Psyche. It was all a work. Xylopor keeps crushing organs, and Myri like it is. A, it is funny that Xylopor like crushes an organ, and Myri just like turns his head to the side and spits out, spits the blood. But mostly he's like, "Okay, I'm bored. Your trick is boring. Hey, Nemu, stop pretending to be hurt. Get up." Uh, stomping on the do- on the doll doesn't help at all. You can like see that the, it's like impacting his body, but it doesn't hurt him at all. And he points to Uryu, and he's like, yeah, that boy has surveillance bacteria in him. <laughs> From all the way back in our original fight. All the way back then. I have had... spyware. I had spyware installed in the Quincy. Through his losing his powers and getting them back. <laughs> um... So he saw the fight, and he was like, oh yeah, I replaced all of my organs and tendons with dummy ones before I came here. And Xyloporo is outraged by this. Um, Uryu also is understandably upset and worried about his private life. But while all this happening, oh no, one of Xyloporo's tentacles has snuck behind and captured Nemu. Uh, but Mayuri's like, ah, fuck this, it's Bankai. Baby time. Uh, which also means mega poison time, and Xyloporo, like, gets infected and starts trying to neutralize the poison, but, oh no, the poison's too effective, and it's too fast, and then the baby comes down to munch on him, and it ends the episode. I, okay, just as a, a comment about, like, the whole I replaced all my organs with fake ones thing, like, okay, sure, 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 like, my Myri's a freak, he would do that, however... Kubo, have you considered this takes all of the wind out of the sails for this fight? Like, 100%. Yeah. It's not like, supposed it, to be a tense fight, I guess. It's supposed to be like a complete domination, question mark. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's more of a it's more of a goober fight. Uh, but it does follow like this fight follows the normal breach fo- uh, bleach formula of like I was only pretending to think that I was losing. <laughs> when actually, yep. I had an ace up my sleeve this whole time. You were riding, like, the narration is inside my head and I think I'm losing. Uh, but this time, haha, turns out I had done something. Uh, although I will, I suppose, give them credit that this time, for once, the narration isn't actually inside Mary's head. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just him saying that he's like, you know, he's giving a performance or whatever, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it, it feels like this fight is like the, the er example of this is the bleach fight. Like, where it's people on either side keep pretending that they're surprised and about to die or like that they're at the end of their rope and then, no, no, I have something else. Uh, actually, I've been confident this entire time. Yeah, it's a lot to contend with. Yeah. Which is and and I'm and I have a hard time figuring out like why exactly it doesn't land for for me here because I just spent the last week and a half reading um 
the first three arcs of Baki. So, like, the entirety of the new Grappler Baki manga, which is the first 42 volumes. And those fights also do this a lot. Where it'll be, like, someone's gonna get, like, completely pounded into the sand. They're, like, having just, like, the most intense reactions. And then, like, two chapters later, they're like, actually, I was winning this whole time. Uh, but something about the way the Baki does it, like, sells it better for me. <laughs> Maybe it's just because they're punchy mm-hmm. instead of like pulling out psychic abilities. Although I've heard that, li- I've heard that the Baki that I am now getting to is more akin to I'm now pulling out weird bullshit abilities, <laughs> uh, which I'm excited for. I think for me, it, it comes down to like I'm fine with weird bullshit abilities, but it, it, it's it's all about the reveal of them, and if you are just like left and right revealing abilities in a way that makes the entire fight just not matter, it's not as entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a thing that Baki does, having been watching some of the Baki from uh, its revival, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where it does this reveal thing, but it's being kind of nice with it, is how I would describe it. <laughs> They're having fun, right? They're like, and hey, now check this shit out. Where it feels a little bit more like Bleach is just being very po-faced about it. And being like, isn't this so cool? And I'm like, no. You weren't telling me about how you'd sincerely believe that all magicians install hollow vacuum tubes into their bones so that they can do (laughs) magic tricks. Which is a thing that happens in Baki. I'm so excited to, like, hit this era of Baki, because the, like, new Grappler Baki, the the first chunk, the first manga series, right, because there's five, there's five manga series in Baki, and new Grappler Baki covers until the end of the Maximum Tournament arc, which I believe is the end of the second season of Baki, but I'm not sure if it's the end of the second season of the 2001 show, or the end of the second season of the anime, um, but it ends with, like, the big tournament. And I've heard that everything after that, starting with, like, the manga Juts called Baki, uh, that's where you start getting, like, the the hollow tubes and, like, the I'm imagining that my bones are actually, like, quadruple bones or whatever, and it gives me, like, straight-up armor or something, something like that. Um, I'm excited to enter a new world of bullshit Baki. <laughs> Right, and Baki fundamentally feels like it's having a fun time with it, which Bleach doesn't always feel like to me. Like, the the notes of humor or absurdity don't come through that stuff. They come through things, like, happening parallel. You've got your speed wagon types on the sidelines occasionally making silly little jokes, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, I don't know. I get why it might hit in Baki and it doesn't in Bleach. Mm. In in this, the absurdity is not played for laughs or even, like, reckoned with as absurdity. It is more that you're supposed to see Myri go, I replaced all my organs. <laughs> and you're supposed to go, fuck yeah, dude. That's the sickest shit I've ever seen. Uh, and that that is what it feels like Bleach wants you to do. But also, it just doesn't work here. No. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so that's it for this episode. We do ha- we have like the post credit scene where Yachiru is is visiting with Rukia to the thirteenth captain, and she's like, "You got so many sweets because you're always fucking sick, so I'm here to help you eat the sweets." Uh, and he's like, "Sure." And she, you know, she mentions like he must board because he's always so so sick, and she's like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm not bored." The koi fish are fucking huge here, uh, so it's all there's always something interesting happening. And Rukia's like, huh, that's the opposite of back home. All of our koi fish are disappearing. Interesting. <laughs> it's it's a pretty good bit. I, I, I liked this one. Yeah. And it's, it's I like to see Rukia just interacting with the gang. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. every, every time she gets to just be like a normal person, I'm always like, damn. Remember sometimes when we would just get hangout episodes with Rukia? <laughs> Remember how cool Rukia is, guys? I'm, like, talking myself into being excited about filler episodes. I'm like, hey, filler episodes might be hangout episodes. <laughs> yeah. That's a huge Maybe. benefit when what you're taking a break from is this. Or it could be a fake, made-up bullshit fight that sucks. God. What I will say is uh, we have the two filler episodes at the end of this season... And then we have, like, a seven-episode arc. And then we have two more filler episodes before another season of, of Arankar stuff. And the the filler episodes at the beginning of the next Arankar season, I think, might actually be the last anime episodes I've watched. Because I think it was when I gave up on the anime. And, like, I recognize these titles. I, I recognize these. I remember the episodes. And I think it was the point where I said, fuck this, I'm reading the manga. Now, did and, you say fuck uh, this because of these filler episodes? Or is it, like, the, the like, preceding arc into these filler episodes that were, like, I'm not interested in this in restarting this story again? <laughs> uh, it... It, I think it was the filler episodes, but I, I can't speak to their actual quality because that was well over a decade ago. Um, and I, I, I remember what the episodes are, generally speaking, but I don't remember what happens in them. I'm just, I'm crossing my fingers, hoping we get like the Akaku Kendo episode again or something, you know? That's all I want. <laughs> Just give me something on that level, Bleach, please. Just a okay episode of anime. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and before we go to break, uh, nothing to say about the manga for this episode. Uh, other than we continue, like, Nell's newsflash dead, maybe, the world of Nell's unconscious mind. Uh, where she finds she finds a uh, Peshe and Donnachaka, and she's like, "Hey, I'm glad you're here. Not that I was afraid or anything, but I'm glad you're here." Um, and then they basically just tell her, "Don't worry, we're not dead. This is where people who pass out go. It's the pass out society." God. Oh joy! It's pretty good. And uh, before we we should go to break because we're gonna need all of our faculties to head into the next episode. <laughs> all right, let's let's cut to break. Let's 
get right back into it with episode 199, Holy Birth, the Resurrected Xyloporo. God, I... <sighs> This is the episode that I was like, I saw the episode name and I was like, what if I just don't take my notes today? I'm just gonna go back to bed. What if we just, what if we just pretended another episode happened? No, because there's too much terrible, terrible things to show you that I need reactions for on air. Uh, I do want to give a content warning for this episode, uh, for, I, I don't know if I would call it drug abuse... But, uh, drug usage, drugging, that sort of thing, I, it's, I don't think it's that bad, but, like, I do want to give, like, a heads up, just in case. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the episode starts with Rukia waking up under the careful watch of the Squad 4 healers and her brother, and her immediate worry is that, oh no, he got hurt, his coat got damaged, <laughs> uh, but he, he just tells her, like, Shut up, rest up, heal. Like, it's just a flesh wound. We have more to do later. Don't worry about it. Stop talking to me. Um, uh, Zaraki continues fighting Noitra, and Urihime runs to heal Ichigo, but he says, Get Nell first. The baby is dying. We see Chad wake up, uh, and then we cut to Myri's Bankai munching on Xyloporo, and we're going to be with this group for the rest of the show, for the rest of the episode. Uh, that bankai is just you said munching rest on the show, and I started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. We're ending the the show after this episode. I can't take I it break. anymore. <laughs> God. But yeah, so the the bankai is munching on Zalaporo like a toddler eating biscotti. Uh, meanwhile, Udu and Renji are in the blast range for the poison aura that it has, and they demand the antidote. I do like the I, little gag of Uryu being like, I'm fine because I got antibodies from the last time I got infected. And then immediately starts like spitting up blood. And Mayuri's like, are you, are you dumb? Obviously I changed the poison every time I fight someone. Why wouldn't I? I did laugh at this bit. I did think this was funny. Uh, so he tosses, he tosses them an antidote vial and just like, it he, he does it badly, and it shatters on the ground. Uh, no one can get the antidote. Uh, while he's also being, like, super dismissive of Nemu, like, trying to talk to him. Uh, and then, Nemu starts screaming in pain in, like, a really extended, like, a long sequence of her, like, contorting and screaming in pain. And I'm like, I know y'all had to, like, fill some time with these, uh, with these episodes, and, like, nothing fucking happens in this episode, but... There are, well, that's a bit much. There's that's other things you could uh, you could spend some time. Uh, I don't know, spend some time like with Rukia and Hanataro having like a nothing conversation. Like you can even have it, it be it like was, from behind their heads, so you don't have to animate anything. It was an Umineko length scream. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, that that's about right. Um. So she starts screaming, there's a pink cloud that comes out of her body, and visible cells dividing themselves into, like, a big chunk of flesh while Xyloporo explains he can, like, possess a body and use their life to rebirth himself, killing off the host. Uh, he gives a big speech about his immortality and perfection and, like, conquering death and he's a phoenix and yada yada yada. Yeah. And Myri just, just like, like the legend of the penis. 
Exactly like that. <laughs> so Myri just like stays completely quiet, and he walks over to Nemu's dying form, and Xyloporo like mocks his sensitivity towards his subordinate, but the response he gets is like, Oh, this is interesting. Neat trick. You got anything else? You called yourself perfect, so you've got like something else up up your sleeve, right, nerd? Uh, and then Mayuri's own Bankai attacks him. Clearly, anything that eats Sailoporo would come under his control, obviously. Uh, except the Bankai just like pops like an overripe fruit, uh, because Mayuri has already previously modified it to self-destruct if it ever attacked him for any reason. Uh, sure. Like, this whole exchange is just like, your lasers can't hit me because of my force field, and no, they're actually, like, force field killing lasers, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I have destroyed your female companion. Joke's on you, I don't care about women. Yeah. Also, yeah, just extremely callous to that character, which, you know, he has been shown, this is consistent with his character, it's just consistent with a bad part of his character that I cringe away from the screen every time it comes on screen. Um, and yeah. more than that, right, my issue is that it is still fundamentally consistent with Bleach's stance toward women and the way that yep. women are broadly and consistently portrayed. If you have this one guy who's a real big piece of shit who views his daughter, question mark, subordinate person in this, like, deeply fucked up instrumental way... That's, like, not inherently verboten, but when low-key all of the female characters in the work are operating on that level in a slightly less exaggerated or obvious capacity, it feels pretty yucky. Yeah. It is, like, the flip side of what Byakuya was doing with Rukia last time. It's just an adjusted version of that stance toward women. Yeah, and, like, yeah, to underline it... how he treats Nemu as a possession, the next thing that Mayuri does is say, hey, I have a new poison. Don't worry. You don't have to, wor- you don't have to worry about me administering it. I already did. Because, turns out, Nemu's body is filled with a bunch of drugs just in case someone ate her or possessed her body. And it's like, it's so dumb. <laughs> it's, you know how in like The Witcher, like the the game tells you it's all about like being prepared for what you're going up against. So you like brew a bunch of fancy potions or whatnot. So you, you can go and fight whatever you're fighting and be at maximum strength anyway. This feels like that, but without any of the actual writing to back it up because like we we already know Myri's a mad scientist we we already know he's like a freak but it, it's it's just absurd in a way that's not interesting to watch yeah it was like also he's never actually adapting on the fly he's like oh i already fixed that i knew that was gonna happen to me sometime yeah well it's like i would i would even separate this from like the organs and tendons thing is like yeah it's a you know, it's an ass pull, but it's an ass pull where he says, I saw the thing uh, through p- previously undisclosed means, and I prepared for it. This is, like, this and his Bankai thing is, like, 
I suspect that one of these days, someone's going to take control of my Baikai and attack me with it, so I rigged it to self-destruct. I suspect that at some point, I'm going to feed Nemu to the enemy, so I put a bunch of drugs in her body. Uh, if, and- if I were to be very charitable here, like, you could maybe, maybe argue that Myra is just, like, a really paranoid guy or something. But I don't really get that reading from him. It's more of the fuck around and find out variety with him. Yeah, it's like the way that people talk about Batman sometimes, right? With him, like, having all these contingency plans and preparations. Uh, But it doesn't feel authentic. It just... Right, if you, like, follow this out to its conclusion, it points to some really weird dynamics that don't feel real. And when I say real, I mean, like, emotionally real, right? It doesn't feel... Like, I can't believe that this would be a thing that's happening. No. Mayuri is Bleach's Batman insofar as he is written by the shallowest Batman fans. Yes. Oh, Mayuri could totally beat Superman with prep time. Exactly. Like... (laughs) I, I, I got nothing. I lost my thought. You're all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, Myrie's new poison. Uh, he explains that, like, you know that, like, life or death situation where time seems to, like, stretch forever, like, a hundred times or, or whatever? Well, he's got that, uh, and that's what this poison does, except trillions of times more. So every second is experienced for a hundred years. And then he just walks forward, like... You know, he's doing this whole, like, evil scientist explaining thing, but basically, he gave him the drug, every second is now equal to 100 years, so he can't, like, properly control his body, and Myrie's very slowly stabs him in the heart, and he dies. Or, at the very least, he seems to crumble into black dust, and then the episode ends. Perhaps he's still alive next episode. Who could say with Bleach? Who could say? All I know is that we'll know for sure what happened to him when we read the bonus chapter to the manga, which takes place many, many years after the conclusion of the series. Exactly. It, it, you're you're on thin ice. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, For all you know, it could be them saying, hey, remember when we killed Xyloporo? That was cool. Oh, man. What an I, underwhelming oh. series of fights. <laughs> yeah, it's and not... And they haven't even done the, the... And they haven't even done the Zaraki thing yet. Which I'm not seeing going anywhere good. We have a whole, I think, three episodes of that coming up. Oh, I, I, th- I hope it's good. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna go to the post-episode bit. <laughs> Um, all right, all right. Because uh, we've got honestly this one, I, I did kind of find funny. We've got the various Shinigami club reps. They're meeting for their like fiscal meeting with now. We've got Sasuke B from the Tea Ceremony Club, Unahana from the Flower Arrangement Club, Byakuya and the Calligraphy Club, and Tetsuzaimon from the Men's Soul Reaper Association. But wait, Meyer is here, and he wants funds 
for mad science experiments. And then now says, sure, who's in favor of giving all of the men's associations cash to Myrie? And everyone says yes. The motion passes. God, I... This seems like a poor decision. <laughs> yeah, like, putting aside just how terribly everyone treats the men's, the Shinigami Men's Association, uh, this just seems... I don't know why you would give Mayuri more money. <laughs> yeah, Adam Carolla voice. More men today fund mad science experiments than eat stew. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. And now for the manga bits. Boys hanging out. I'm scared. I'm scared. Are y'all ready for these? So, Bleach has a lot of, like, really cool manga chapter, like, covers. Oh. Not every manga actually dedicates, like, a full one-page spread to the, like, every single uh, chapter cover. Uh, Bleach does, and often a lot of them are really cool. Sometimes... They're horrifying, such as this one, which I think might be the second worst one that I've seen today. Oh, mm, mm-mm. nope. I don't like it. That's full tongue action. Oh my lord! Just both of them, just Myri and Xyloporo with with their tongues out. <laughs> don't like that. I. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a hard pass on that one. I'm just gonna, I mean, just uh, all right. Well, that's enough of that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, you know, why don't I spoil it? I'll be kind. Uh, so you know how in the anime, uh, pink smoke comes out of Nemu's mouth, and it's like this pink smoke that forms into Xyloporo again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the anime cuts out one one admittedly cool thing, which is like there's like a small tentacle that splits off of the tentacle that's holding her, and it like grows a mouth, and that's what that's what he's talking out of. Oh, uh, that's cool. Huh. Yeah. The part that's terrible is that while he's talking, he's explaining that the way his ability works is he enters the body through the belly button. And lays eggs inside the internal organs. No, bro, no. Um. Uh, whereas in the anime, uh, like in the like pre-post-credit scene, like during the like next time on kind of thing, they basically say, "Hey, how do you get inside your body?" Oh, I got in through her pores. And then there's a little joke about Mayuri being like, Nemu, why don't you use the makeup I told you to use? That would have covered up all your pores entirely. Um, which, honestly, much better than the idea of bleach of a position. Right, you have some fucked up erotic pregnancy violence imagery going on here that is pretty bad. And then, like, the, the actual, like, him, like, exiting the body, it's sort of the same. The main difference is that, like, her body is, like, Nemu is, like, beef jerky now. Like, she's all, like, she's mummified, basically, because in the anime, I be- she's basically just, like, grayscaled, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to say, I'm a really big fan of the huge gloop sound effect. <laughs> Yeah, the the big gloop and then thud when her head hits the ground. 
Yep. Yeah. And then, man, I've got the actual worst uh, cover that I've seen. You can't say there's more. You no, 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 no. Uh, because we've uh. got we've got like a a Christ like Xyloporo just rising off the page. It's not great. Wait, no, he does have he does just straight up have the like Longinus like uh directly yep. under the ribs. Yeah, this is it's literally like Christ imagery Xyloporo. <laughs> he just doesn't have hands or feet where he would be. Yeah, having the stigmata. <sighs> He's close to being a Fire Emblem Awakening character. <laughs> he just needs hands. Yeah. Damn, when you're right, right. <laughs> uh, and then the continuation of uh, Newsflash Dead, maybe the world of Nell's unconscious mind, is Nell reacting to the, the idea of the passed out society with, like, just a face. And Peche be like, don't you believe me? Or do you just think the whole idea is stupid? <laughs> That's an, I think the name's the, this, I think that name is the worst face. And then there's like a, just a helpful like narrator's note that says, by the way, these segments were supposed to show us like Nell's reaction to seeing the captains fighting from the passed out society. Uh, but instead she's not interested with this concept. So, you know, she's just completely checking out. Uh, and then we get another one where they're seeing Zaraki and Mayuri's face and going, Oh no! I thought they were the villains! They're so scary! That's what should have happened. But instead we got this. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope Bleach next week is good. I mean, I've been... Sincerely. I've been somewhat... I have been expecting to have a bad time with these episodes for, like, a year. Like, when I think of, like, what's the part of Bleach that I don't actually want to revisit and that, like, I think I'm going, it's going to be, like, pulling teeth to, like, get through, it's these episodes. Oh, uh, and now we're, we're through with them. There, like, there's I genuinely st- <laughs> don't remember if I read these or not. I might have just skipped them and jumped to, like, the Ulkiora fight. I genuinely might have just been like i'm not doing this yeah which would have been understandable honestly because this stretch of bleach is not great it's like it's a lot of the series at its worst i think in like in like its tendencies and nowhere near its best in like the things that is the series itself is good at um it's just there is like one moment in these episodes that i did really like which is that Orihime does like when she comes over to heal Ichigo and he like tells her like no go take care of Nell like I, I liked that because it's just like hey there's some of the Ichigo I like and uh that was about it but you know y- small victories yeah yeah we'll just have to see how that goes next week yeah yeah well this has been the show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at BleachCast. You can follow me on Tumblr at Floral Espers. You can find me on Twitter at SSBSLJ and on Blue Sky at Space Lancer Jericho. 
You can find me on Twitter at M-O-N-K-I-P-I-Q-U-I-N-N. That's Monkey Pie Quinn. And you can find me on Blue Sky as well at Monkey Pie. That's M-O-N-K-I-P-I. And I think that you do it. I, I, I admittedly have no fucking clue what a Blue Sky is, so I'm just going to take y'all's word for it. Uh, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you have a good week. Stay cool, Chads. Because you think you hold the power of justice in your hands or whatever. Oh no, my stomach doesn't feel so good. Oh, it's so big and swollen. Oh no, I'm so pregnant with xyloporo. I I don't like that I'm going to have to put a pregnancy warning on this episode. (laughs) Well, Kubo shouldn't have put that in the fucking manga.